This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1124 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Hi there, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. On today's tip, we're going to learn about another one of the amazing high-tech modalities available at Equine Performax at the Jekyll Center. This time, Dr. Mark Wooten talks about the Hallmark Standing MRI. And I'm so pleased to welcome to the show Dr. Mark Wooten of Equine Performax Veterinary and Rehabilitation Therapy Services at the Jekyll Center near Nashville, Tennessee. And he's going to be here talking about the Hallmark Standing Equine MRI. Great to be with you. Um, yeah, it's it's we've had it at our facility for a little over a year now. Uh, it's the, a standing MRI, which the key phrase there is standing. The horses are, do not require general anesthesia like they do for uh, most any other type of equine uh, MRI. Uh, so these horses, they do have some mild sedation and. Uh, uh, they're put in the uh, magnet, and they're there for, uh, depending on what we're scanning, for an uh, hour and a half, two hours, and then they're right back out and and ready to go home the same day. So it's uh, it's uh, a real advantage as far as that goes. The uh, the fact that you're not putting the horse to sleep is, is, is huge. Uh, and another big factor that we found, too, typically we are keeping those horses overnight. Uh, we... Uh, we'll put the horse in the magnet. The uh, images that we generate are sent to Dr. Natasha Werpe. She's a radiologist at the University of Florida. Uh, she was prior to that, she was at Colorado State uh, University uh, at the vet school. And she does a tremendous job of reading these MRIs for us. And uh, the, a really important thing is sometimes with these cases, after we blocked them and localized the pain, we think to the foot, there's been a few cases that Dr. Werpe said, you know, I'm not seeing the kind of problems here that are would be causing the degree of lameness that you're telling me. Let's put the horse back in the magnet and go farther up the leg and look at that area, which, uh, you know, would be very difficult to do in a situation where the horse was just recovered from a general anesthesia. But in our right. situation, uh, we're able to just put them right back in the magnet. And I've been amazed at, at some of these cases where we are finding lesions. is not really where we would thought it would have been based on the diagnostic blocks that we're using. So it's kind of created a real fly in the ointment when it comes to evaluating our blocks. Uh, I've had a few, uh, a couple of horses that block very sound to a, a heel block, you know, the low block that we do in the foot. And yeah. end up finding a lesion up near the fetlock. Hmm. So well, uh, I think it's all I, is, it's all connected, isn't it, Doctor Mark? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, there's the <laughs> uh, we used to think uh, the 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 very the, the blocks were very specific, but like I said, they're not. And and how far that block travels up the nerve, or how far the actual anesthetic uh, solution moves around farther proximal or up the leg. Uh, we really don't know in a lot of situations. So it's been very interesting in that uh, we have found a few cases that, boy, we had to put them right back in the magnet. And like I say, the advantage with the, the Hallmark standing is that 
we're able to just put them right back in as opposed to putting them through another general anesthesia. Can you describe the, the look of the machine? I mean, does it take, it take up an entire room? The, uh, the, the MRI unit that we have from Hallmark is in a, it's, it's in its own modular room and they actually built the, uh, the room in England. Uh, all the construction was done in England. Then it was shipped over to the U S and it's a freestanding building that's attached onto the rest of the, uh, the facility there, uh, that the horse, you know, you can't even tell that it wasn't actually built into it, but, uh, our system is, is a, like I said, it's a little modular building that was gener- uh, built specifically for the MRI magnet. You have to be real specific about the lining of the, uh, yeah. the wall. Yeah. So that there isn't any interference of the magnet while you're, while you're running the, while you're running the scan. So you can, you can do the whole horse, right? Head to toe. Well, no, this is strictly lower limb and they're all about that way. Uh, MRIs are, well, with some of the MRIs, you can do heads and that sort of thing. We can't do a head with the the hallmark standing. It's pretty much, it's specific for the, for the lower limb, which in most of our cases, that's really what we're mostly interested in, you know? Yeah. And horses Uh, for sure. Right. And, you know, if, if it is requiring something like that, a, a head or something like that, no, we don't do those. But uh, where we're really focusing are our lower limb issues. Now, for anybody that's not familiar with uh, with the MRI technology, can you describe, you know, fairly quickly and in, in layman's terms, hopefully, how the MRI can help you diagnose issues? Well, it's... It's able to generate images not just of bone like an x-ray or not just of soft tissue like an ultrasound, but you see the entire picture. You see everything. And I think a, a, a good way of describing MRI is looking for, looking for fluid, where it should be and where it shouldn't be. And uh, uh, a lot of times what we're seeing with our images is, okay, there's an increased fluid density inside a bone. Uh, and that's one of the things that we really pick up that has been very beneficial is you can x-ray a, a bone and you're not going to detect any type of bone bruise or swelling or edema within that bone. But the MRI will actually pick up that because you're not really, you're getting a physiological image of what's going on in the structure rather than necessarily just a structural image. Uh, I hope that right. makes sense. But like I said, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's looking for fluid yeah, generally, generally you're looking for the edema that is a consequence of of some sort of structural damage. Correct. 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 Exactly. And you're not going to pick that up in a in a bone with an X-ray. And the uh, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, with the ultrasound we can we can pick up a lot with it. But I think the uh, the sensitivity of the MRI is so much greater than what we're getting with, with, uh, with the ultrasound image. And, and there are certain parts, particularly in the feet. I think that's where most often veterinarians are really looking for help in a, aiding in a diagnosis of what's going on with, with a particular horse is what's going on in the feet. Because all, all we have is x-ray. And we can't really, and there's so many potential soft tissue injuries inside the foot that we can't ultrasound that area. Well, we have a, a limited area that we can ultrasound. Uh, very small, right. Uh, right. whereas the MRI will give us all those structures that we that we had no, we have no other way of, of, of seeing uh, other than MRI. 
Now, traditionally, the the drawback of doing an MRI is the general anesthesia. You know, not all not all horses are are great. You know, to to put them under anesthesia. So, this the standing one is a, is a great benefit. Exactly, I think that you know we were when when uh, Teresa uh, brought us into uh, her facility. One thing she asked you is, "I want to have everything that there's possible to have." So you know, I said, "Well, if you really want to have everything, you need an MRI." So we we started investigating, looking around, and we really saw the benefit of of the standing procedure as opposed to the knockdown procedure. So there are some disadvantages, to be quite honest with you, with with the standing MRI. It is a low-field magnet as opposed to a high-field magnet that most of the the knockdown MRIs are. And so there is a bit more image quality and a few things that they're going to see a little better. But I kind of equate it to, okay, you're looking at a regular television or you're looking at a high-resolution television. You're going to see the same picture. Maybe just a little right. prettier picture, but but other than that, I think the advantages of the uh, not going through a general anesthesia are so are so much that uh, I, I, that's why we decided to go with the Hallmark uh, MRI. Yeah. And, and and over the years, they have really done a great job of of perfecting their their MRI uh, and their, and their images. Uh, they they've done a tr- tremendous job of that initially. Uh, some of the images weren't that great, and there was concern about the least little bit of motion. If, if anybody's ever had an MRI, you know how still they want you to be when you're right. in the in, when you're in the magnet. Where they've developed their software, where they can they can weed out some of those problems from the slightest little motion, and, and it's not a problem anymore. So the images that we're that we're getting from the Hallmark standing MRI are, are, are really are really good. Now, are there any are there any other drawbacks to an MRI for somebody who doesn't have experience with it? I mean, it's not. I think no no machine is the be all end all in diagnosis. So maybe you want to talk right. a little bit about some complications or or issues if there are any. Well, you know, I, I don't know that we we we've had any real complications. I'll be honest with you. It, it you know you get so much information back as a veterinarian. I'm going okay. Let me try and correlate all this with what I'm seeing, and, and, yeah. and I think we're still we're still trying to. Okay, we see this, and is this something that um, is just kind of goes along with 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 a performance animal that's worked hard, and how much of it is interpreting right. our results, how much of this is really something that is that is clinically significant and causing our problems, and how much of this is just the the, the wear and tear that you'll see with a uh, with any, any athlete. It was interesting uh, with a meeting with the uh, Hallmark folks. They, the uh, the man who started the company was telling us that he, he, he used to be in human MRIs, and the company that he was with did a lot in England with the soccer teams evaluating the, uh, the soccer players prior to signing them to a team. And he said they saw, a, they got used to seeing a lot of stuff in those soccer players that uh, they just kind of overlooked. And he also yeah. said it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Some of those teams actually wanted to see players that had wear and tear and issues that were continuing to play as opposed to some guy that was perfectly normal and had nothing because they didn't know how he would respond if he ever was injured. So I thought, well, that's pretty interesting that, you know, they wanted to see, you know, just how, yeah. what kind of pain tolerance an individual had. Yeah. And, yeah. and we see that with some of our horses. I mean, we look at x-rays on some horses and go, oh, my gosh, how is he? ever performing and and they continue to go right on and you look at other horses and 
course, you, you don't really see anything, and 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 that's where a big benefit with MRI. I've seen a few horses that that uh, you know navicular shots and that sort of thing look perfectly normal, and right. on the MRI, the bone was very swollen, very edematous, and in a lot of pain. So without that, we didn't we we, we wouldn't know really what was going on in that. So it's really been a, a huge plus. Yeah, I'm glad that you, that you brought that up because it, it is. I mean. The more information you have, the better. But then you have to decide. I think the term you you used was great. Was you know clinical significance of what you're looking at, right? Because you can you right, can go exactly. in there and find a whole lot more problems than what you were really looking for. And uh, exactly, you know, as a veterinarian, exactly. how do you how do you go about that? You know, determining what information is useful and and what it, what is not after you do the MRI. I'll be quite honest with you, Philip. We're, we're, I think that's a work in progress. I mean, each, yeah. each case is kind of, kind of taken individually. Of, 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 of let's look at this and, and see what we've got, and then, you know, some some of them are, are very easy. You know, if you've got a horse that's got a, a tremendous amount of bone edema, you know, okay, let's let's shut this guy down. He, we just have to give the rest is the only thing that's going to really help that. I mean, there are some other things that we do therapeutically, but still, the horse is going to have to be shut down, and it does give us a. We, we see something like that. We go, okay, that's going to heal. We give that time. It's going to be okay. Other things we see, like maybe some uh, uh, collateral ligament injuries around the uh, coffin joint there where there's a lot of, of, of bone uh, uh, lysis and, and, and loss of bone density around that attachment. Those guys don't do so good. You know, we just seem to have problems with those guys coming back. So a big factor in MRI is actually giving us prognosis. You know, do we have do we have a new type of injury here that boy these guys can come back and that sort of thing. So I think we're still working our way through that. There are certain things like I saw a horse. We had a horse the other day that had a severe adhesion of the deep flexor tendon to the navicular bone. And yeah. that doesn't carry a very good prognosis for us, to be quite honest with you. And it's hard to tell the owner that, oh, yeah, we do this and everything's going to be fine. So um, I think that's where we're really starting to develop uh, a, a database of, okay, this is an injury that carries a good prognosis with, you know, some healing, some therapy that we can do. and and Or this is a type of injury that we probably are going to have some chronic issues with. and. You know, that that horse's future is maybe in question. But yeah, it does well, it give sounds you like that, it's just, you know, the more information. information. Yeah, the, the more that you get, the more experience you have with the machine, the more diagnoses that you do, the better you get at it. That's just, I think that's part yeah, of being a veterinarian. Exactly. So I, I was interested in your answer to that question. Yeah, it was, you know, it, it's one of those kind of cases you find this, you go, Maybe we won't, don't want to keep going around this circle trying to treat this horse because this is gonna, this probably isn't ever going to get fully uh, uh, resolved. This is going to be a chronic issue for its entire life. And, and you're able to find that kind of information with the MRI as opposed to what we were able to do with our, our previous imaging modality. So uh, it's, 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 it's a work in progress and it's a, still a learning thing, but we're, it's, it's, it's been a real plus and, and I think in the years to come, uh, it's going to become more and more, uh, something that we rely on. And I think in a lot of places, you know, with the upper level horses, it's actually even being used as a tool in pre-purchase exam also. Right. 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 You know, so Dr. Meyer, can we talk a little bit about the cost of using the MRI or, or, or getting your horse in to, to have an MRI done? Yeah, uh, our fee is uh, uh, for 
specific area is $2,300. That's for the okay. first one. Now, on repeats, it goes down from there. I think the first repeat is 1900 the second repeat is 1600 So it's really nice to be able to, you know, get that reduction in price and, and reevaluate these horses to, to see how our healing's going. And, and we, it's also been really nice. Uh, we're kind of starting to correlate it with, okay, uh, with our other therapeutic modalities. We try and get these horses back moving as quickly as possible. Uh, after injury and we're using them in the treadmill and that sort of thing and it's been really nice to see okay we've got them in treadmill they seem to be doing okay with it let's rescan it and see if we're actually doing any structural right. damage to it so right. far those horses have actually continued to improve in spite of you know not just setting them in the stall like we did in the past but actually getting them back into some type of uh, physical rehabilitation well, for, it's, for sure, it's going to help your your ability to, to uh, like you said, speed up the healing and just do the best things for the horses if you can continue to evaluate how they're doing and how they're healing or not healing. And, and you can adjust your program and, and the whole thing just gets better and better, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Exactly. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's another great tool. And uh, it, as many tools, tools as we can have in the box, the better off we're going to be. And and this is proving to be an excellent tool for uh, uh, determining those horses that we really think that we can we can rehabilitate and bring back, and and also not beating our head against the wall on a horse that probably has some injuries that we're not going to get him back to the the level of work and that sort of thing. Well, there's certainly right. nothing more frustrating for a competitor than chasing their tail around for six months or a year trying to figure out why the horse is having an issue. And this sounds like a very, very useful tool for not just diagnosing, but also uh, tracking the progression towards getting back to work. So uh, I would like to thank you again, Dr. Mark Wooten from Equine Performax Veterinary and Rehabilitation Therapy Services. That's a real mouthful over there at the Jekyll Center. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. Go to horsetipdaily.com for links to today's guests. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network 